Hello, everyone. I am Lana. I'm James. And we are doing our little mystical Monday today. It's very uh, mystical, and it's on Monday. It's true. Two things that is the requirement for Mystical Monday. <laughs> um, so today, we're going to be talking about superstitions and where do they come from? Because there's a lot of very, very strange customs. And a lot of them haven't changed in years, like, as far as, like, what you do. But everyone's like, why do I actually do that? You it's know? so weird, too, like... We just do these things. Yeah, like, when I was a kid, like, be like my hand itches, and my mom would be like, somebody's thinking about you. Mm-hmm. Or don't, don't, um, if your palm ever itches, it's like you're, uh, have money come to you. But so like, weird. if you scratch it, it doesn't, it won't come. Yeah. Like, don't scratch your hand, blow on it. <laughs> <laughs> what? So many places. Yeah. Yeah. That's really strange. I get it. But yeah, we're going to talk about some of these, and we're going to talk about maybe the origins of them, or at least the rumors of origins of them. Because, of course, yeah. a lot of them are just ridiculous, but, um, yeah. I'm going to start with one that may not be as ridiculous. Okay. I'm okay. talking about Friday the 13th being bad luck. Friday the 13th, bad luck. Yes. I. Where did that come from? I don't know. I'm about to tell you, though. Okay. Because awesome, <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad so, you do. Many of us uh, can't help feeling that uh, there's a bit of trepidation when it comes uh, to Friday the 13th coming up. Uh, and the fear of the number 13 is one of the most common superstitions around. So it's not just Friday the 13th, but the number 13 itself being a superstition. Right. Uh, it's so widespread that many apartment buildings and tall buildings and hotels do not have a 13th floor. That's crazy that it's that serious. That and, it's like, I'm not going to get a 13th floor. That's how much I believe in bad luck. Right. And airplanes don't have a 13th row. I never noticed oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. Most of them don't. It's, it's become such a custom that that's bad luck that they've removed it from hotels and airplanes, and that's so strange. Yeah. Uh, one version of the origin of this superstition is that Judas, from the Bible, was the 13th guest at the Last Supper, and Jesus was crucified on a Friday. Okay. Yeah, I can see. I can see how that would be a thing. Mm-hmm. But we still do. So, Macbeth. Um... I don't know if you know a lot about that play, but, you know, it's one of those things where we, like, most people have to read it in high school at some point. Mm-hmm. And, of course, when you're in high school, it's, like, super boring. I mean, when you're not in high school, it's super boring. Like, reading Shakespeare is very difficult to read. It is. To I, understand. I, I remember reading it and liking it a little bit, maybe some of the stories anyway, but I didn't like writing papers about it at all. Yeah. It, it, for me, it was very hard to, like, keep up with, like, the way that they talk. Yeah, you know, and like there's different words for different. Mm-hmm. It's just weird to me. So I find it very difficult to follow that. Same with uh, pretty much every single. I mean, even with like Greek mythology, like mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that's so interesting, and I can watch shows about it on, you know, the History Channel now, and I can watch the shows on it. If that's how they taught kids, like, yeah, it would be so much better because like. Yeah. It makes sense. Like, I can see pictures. Like, mm-hmm. it kind of, like, you know, you figure stuff out a lot easier. I don't know why no one's picked up on that yet. It seems like it was very proper, a very proper way to talk. And, like, I don't know. It just seemed more, like, elegant to me than what 
you know, the slang terms and stuff we have now. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course, it's, you know, it's, it's I mean, God, what is he, like, the best author? Some people think he stole all that stuff. <laughs> From what? Someone else. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, that may be true. You know, you ever heard about the, um, I don't know exactly what it's called. And this is kind of like off topic, but I'm coming back, Macbeth. <laughs> um, where they say, like, um, when someone has a really good, like, idea that is life-altering, like, it'll change the way, like, you know, yes. life. So, yeah. like, uh, the first cell phone that was invented or mm-hmm. electricity, that kind of thing. Yeah. They say that, like, three people have this are on the same wavelength at the same time coming up with the same idea it's literally just like whoever gets to the finish line first mm. okay so you know maybe we could look into that someday because i don't know i can't remember what it's called but it's very interesting because you find that a lot of the things that were huge inventions were stolen from someone else right you know? like einstein and tesla you know like yeah that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's just crazy. Everyone gets kind of on the same wavelength as, as mm-hmm. far as like. Yeah, like the filament for the light bulb was invented about the same time that Edison invented the light bulb. Mm-hmm. They say that he may have stole that too. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what yeah. I'm saying. He stole it from Tesla. So yeah. I don't know, man. It's crazy. But um, what are you going to do? So Macbeth. Um, a lot of people in the theater world don't want to call it Macbeth as a title. Um, they will call it something else. Um, some people call it uh, like the Scottish play. Um, but anything that was a production that was called Macbeth um, have had had some crazy disasters mm. from its very first per- performance all the way to the end. Really? And there, uh, you know, legend has it. So I don't know if that's a true story or not. We'll have to dive deeper into that. <laughs> But legend has it that there was a lead actor killed when a real dagger was used instead of a stage prop. Nice. So how does that even happen? You know, like stage prop and real knife. Like I can see gun, like if it's a blank or a real bullet, because that could be whatever. But like we're talking about an actual knife here. I mean, they're made to look real, the props are, but you should be able to tell the difference. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, feel the difference? Like, it's super light or something, you know? Yeah, that's, or like, that's really weird. So then you gotta wonder, like, was that guy murdered? And they're like, oh, we'll just say, oh, whoops, wrong dagger. Yeah. This was the real one. Sorry about your face. Hmm. That's really weird. So, you know, that may not even be true, but at the same time, it's it sounds ridiculous, so maybe it is. I don't know. It's a weird thing. <laughs> if I was gonna make it up, I'd say, yeah, I got shot by a gun, or... Real bow and arrow, or something. <laughs> a real bow and arrow. Anyway, so yeah, Macbeth, uh, definitely not uh, giving you some good juju. Of course, they've said that about you know a lot of movies and stuff like that, like The Exorcist. Like they had all that crazy stuff happen, and people died. Yeah. Uh, even it's just it was just really weird because yeah. it was almost like they're cult cursed, and then uh, the same way with uh, Poltergeist. Yep. They said that they, you know. Indian burial ground stuff. Mm-hmm. That just goes to show you that you can like bring certain energies into situations by doing certain things. Mm-hmm. Even if you're just acting. Yeah. So that's weird. We shall not speak its name. We shall not speak of its name. <laughs> Whatever. Speaking of Shakespeare, it's kind of cool that you talked about that. So we just 
kind of talked about this a little bit at the beginning, but the itchy palm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it can mean a few things. It can mean that, uh, depending on who you ask, that you're going to have good luck. Uh, it could mean that money is coming. Uh, and if your left hand itches, it foretells money leaving you, supposedly. Like hmm. you're going to lose money. That would uh, suck. Okay. Good to know. Good the to idea know. of uh, having an itchy palm generally refers to someone who is greedy and has an insatiable desire for money. In Shakespeare's Julius Caesar, did you ever read that? Oh, yeah, that was one of the ones I was trying to think of. Uh, Brutus says, let me tell you, Cassius, you yourself are much condemned to have an itching palm. So I'm not sure about the, like the, uh, that's the word I'm looking for, what they're talking about at a certain point. But I'm assuming that it's, uh, he's talking to him about money and being greedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, some believe that if the right palm itches, you'll meet someone new. I've never heard that one before. Uh, the superstition warns you not to scratch your palm unless you want to counteract the effect. The yeah. only way to stop it without, the only way to scratch it without stopping it is to use lucky wood or brass. Lucky wood? I just have that in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> is that happy wood or are you just happy to see it? <laughs> <laughs> lucky wood. Yeah. Carry um, around me lucky wood. Just in case we need to knock on it. <laughs> oh man, that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Strange. Uh, yeah. I'm sure there's lots of little weird. You know, like, uh, did you ever do the one where, or I did anyways, whenever you were a kid and you got the chills, you're like, ooh, a possum's walking over your grave. I've heard that before, yeah. Yeah, always future grave, wherever it's at. Always associated chills with supernatural things. Ever since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But Definitely can be. You can, like, get the chills just from, like, being, I don't know, nervous. Or, like, if someone, like, if wind blows on your neck a certain way. It, yeah, I mean, like, if you're, like, yeah. sweating and, like, it's, it's your body regulating your temperature. Yeah. It's, like, it's getting adjusting to, like, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I think humans just have to have some kind of crazy, like, reason. It's like, oh, your hand itches. There's a fairy that's going to come yeah. give you a million dollars. Don't fucking scratch it. Yeah, don't scratch it, though. Like, You'll die. So strange. <laughs> like, who came up with this? All right. It's just somebody just, like, ultimate troll. Yeah. Parents like, they're still doing that. Yeah, it was just some guy, like, back in the day, he was like, somebody's like, man, my palm itch is really bad. And he's scratching it, and his buddy's like, you know, that's bad luck, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like... You shouldn't yeah. scratch that. You shouldn't scratch that. You're going to undo it. And they just pass that down to like different people in different generations. Or maybe very, it's like one of those weird. things where it starts as one thing and then it stops as like, you know, like gossip changes over time. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like a lot of these change. They're just like. That's true. I mean, it's almost just like the originate, the original reason why you did these things don't exist anymore, but you still do the same traditions as if they did. Mm-hmm. But you just don't know why and you don't care. You just do it anyway. Like yeah, that's, that exactly. is. A human race for you. Yeah. Like, you could just be like, uh, my hand itches because it itches, like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to itch my, I'm going to scratch it. So, I don't know. People yeah. are. We'll just follow the, follow the crowd. Yeah. That's pretty much, that's pretty much it. So, um, the next one that I have on my list here is gargoyles. Gargoyles are freaking cool. They are cool. It reminds me of, like, Batman immediately. Mm-hmm. But also that, show, yeah, I was gonna say, but yeah. also that show that was with the three gargoyles and like they were like cartoon. Yeah, and I don't know I what that was called. That. Was that on Cartoon Network? Mm, I think so. Yeah. Gargoyle, 
Man, I don't know what the name of that is. Yeah. It doesn't remind me of Batman. Batman's like always at the top of a building. And yeah. There's always a gargoyle underneath him. And you're just like, you know, what could these be for? So, like, my first guess is like, you know, to watch over the building, you know, like to keep bad spirits out. Mm-hmm. One at each corner to just kind of like, you know, watch. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, then they also have the whole, um, I guess it, like, if you look at them, like, they turn to stone, but then, like, when you stop looking at them, they can, like, turn into real gargoyles and fly at you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's there's a, like that. there's a horror game on the VR headset that I play. It's called, uh, we can't remember any names to any. <laughs> Real sorry about the references. You're anyway, you're trapped in like this dungeon. It's like a maze, and you have to find your way out. And there's these gargoyle statues. And if you go into the room, you have to stare at them. Otherwise, when you turn your back, they're going to come up behind you and kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, called Dread Halls. Dread Halls. Yeah, it's freaking scary. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. So I guess it's based on an actual myth that. Yeah, that they like turn. They move. There's a lot of things Mm. in culture that are like stone, unless you then when you stop looking at them, like so they'll set stuff up where it's like something. A pair of eyes is always like looking at them. Like maybe they make like a statue with the person that's like looking at the gargoyle, so that the gargoyle can never turn alive. He's always going to be stone, unless that Mm. statue gets knocked over and no one's looking at him. It's weird. It's really crazy, but none of that is true. You want to know what the purpose of gargoyles really is? What? It, to drain the rain off the roof. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Someone has a smart idea one day when they're like, hey, these gargoyles, they look pretty freaking cool up here. Yeah. On the corners of this building, it's like, you know, it's crazy looking. Scary. I always thought maybe it was some kind of like old, like medieval you know, design, architecture, whatever, and it just kind of stuck around. I think it had more to do with the fact that it, they just look cool, you know? Yeah. It looks like they're guarding the place, but, I mean, it's not really, like... I don't think it goes that deep. Maybe... I don't know where that actual um, idea of turning to stone... That's the story of Medusa, though. That's the story of Medusa, though, right? Mm. Yeah, so I guess that's where it originated. It's kind of a knockoff of, of that whole story. Yeah. So... Yeah. I mean, to be honest, probably every single, like myth story that we could talk about originated in greek <laughs> greek mythology we need to talk about mythology one day on this show yeah because sure. it's crazy i love it it's really cool. yeah it is very yeah. interesting and you know i wish i had to pay attention in school because i did not <clears throat> but there was a whole we had a whole class on it it was just greek mythology and it yeah. was just so hard to read and i just couldn't follow it i wanted to but but if they'd shown me, you know, like a documentary that we can watch on, you know, the History Channel now, that would that would make me yeah watch it and understand it so much better. Like if I were, I mean, I'm not dissing on any teachers because you guys work hard and please don't take it that way. <laughs> but if I were in this position, I would definitely like show them documentary style, whatever that's on like, you know, History Channel mm-hmm. and all of that, because it is so easier to grasp when you can see things and, you know, kind of put things together instead of it just being this story that you can't really write, right. understand well, yeah. it's spoken. Yeah. I really like, like the story of like uh, Achilles and Hercules, like all the other eases. The ease. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Troy I'll... with the, 
Brad Pitt, you ever seen that movie? Yes, I it's have. It's one of my favorite movies. It blew my so. mind whenever I realized why it's called an Achilles Hill. Yeah. It's like, <gasps> it's because he was the strongest, most powerful warrior, and just cutting his heel just took him down. Do you know why they were able to kill him, but hit him in the heel? Because it, like, it's conducted to all of your... Because, uh, uh... It is. Like, it's yeah, true. well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that would have capacitated anyone. But the reason, the story, the reason why he had a weakness in his heel is because whenever he was a baby, you know, he was the... Supposedly, his mother was a god. Mm-hmm. And his father was a human, and he was a demigod or whatever. And whenever he was born, they dipped him in like this water or whatever that would make make him invincible. But whenever they dipped him, they grabbed his foot, and so they didn't dip his foot in the water. I didn't know that. That's super cool. Yeah. Is that in the movie? No. I don't think so. Yeah. So that's why hmm. you got a weakness there. All right, I'm gonna switch gears up a little bit, and we'll talk about the next one. Um, I'm sure everyone's heard of this one, but walking underneath a ladder is supposed to be bad luck. Uh, yes. Uh, it's common sense to avoid walking under an open ladder for fear of something falling on you. But there are superstitious reasons for avoiding ladders, too. Um, people think that the reason for this is because the shape of an open ladder is a triangle, which signifies life in some mythologies. And when you walk through the triangle, it's as though you're, it's thought that you tempt your fate and you also you also run the risk of awakening spirits that live within the triangle including evil spirits who may not have be happy with you disturbing them jeez it's a lot of like stuff put on that mm-hmm. man uh, if you do accidentally walk under a ladder you can counteract the bad luck by placing your thumb between your index and middle fingers and holding it for five seconds <laughs> hmm so that's another one of those weird... Or cross your fingers with both hands while calling upon the sign of the cross to protect you from evil. I don't know if someone... <laughs> if I was with someone and they walked under a ladder and then they put their hands up like a cross and they were like, Be gone from me! <laughs> be like, what like, the oh, hell man, is going on with this guy? The demons by walking under this. I have to do a ritual. Yeah. I never knew that walking under a ladder was like a demonic or spiritual thing. I always thought that it was something weird. I mean, I always like have heard that it's bad luck, but I never knew why. Mm-hmm. So, so weird. Like, why are we still, I mean, that's Egyptian time. Mm-hmm. Why are we still on that? We just hate change. That's what it is. Yep. We like change, but we hate change at the same time. We don't want anything to change, literally to down to. We do way, many, like, way too change. many things just because that's how our parents did it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, everyone has, like, different ways that they, you know, make eggs. You know, some people do this, some people do that. I heard a, I don't know, it's probably, like, a, a parable or some kind of story just to, like, get the point across. But basically it says that this woman uh, always used to uh, make ham. And she would put ham in her little, you know, pan. And she would cut the ends off the ham and she would put it in the pan and then she would put it in the oven. To cook it, and one day someone asked, um, "Hey, why do you cut the ends off the ham? Like we could eat the ends. You know, why do you cut the ends off?" And she's like, "Well, it's just something that my parents always did, so I just I was raised to do that. So you do it, you know." And so one day she was with her mom, and she said, "Hey, mom, you know, like why did you always cut the ends off the ham?" And she said, "Well, I did it because my pan wasn't big enough." Oh my God! Really? Yeah. Wow. So that just kind of like just an example. Of, that was a good example of yeah. just why. 
should learn things yourself and do things the best way for you at the time. You shouldn't do things just because someone else did them that way. Yeah, you know, you can break outside the box, you know. If you, mm. if you only make scrambled eggs, guess what? There's different types of eggs. Oh, man. And you can make them different ways. Over and guess easy. what? All delicious. Oh, yeah. I have yet to meet an egg I don't like. I'm talking about some omelets, though. Omelets are good, but here's my here's my pet peeve with omelets. Okay. When they give it to you and the egg is brown. Oh yeah. It's like burnt. Yeah. And that is pretty much every place that I've ever been to. There's been like brown. I'm not, I'm not talking about like a little bit of brown. I mean like it's like burnt. Yeah. And it's got like a hard layer on top of it. Uh-huh. <sighs> People can't be trusted. Uh-huh. It's just whatever. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's funny that you should say that because my next one is the superstition of crossing your fingers when you're trying to make a promise. Well, to like say like secretly not promise it. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, oh, you're promising something. I'm crossing my fingers, and I mean it can go either way. You can be like crossing your fingers when they're not looking, mm-hmm. so that like you're not really like committing to that. Or you can be like, I crossed my fingers. Yeah. What's those crazy sayings? Cross my heart, hope to die, stick a needle in my eye. What the <laughs> hell is that? <laughs> Why are we doing right. this? Yeah, I don't know, man. That's so weird. Why are you crossing your heart and hoping that you die and then sticking needles in your eye? Yeah, maybe that's just like, what? Uh, I don't know, I guess that's just how serious you are about promising that certain thing. Jeez, that's oddly like, specific. Yeah. Maybe like back in the day, if you broke a promise, they like gouged your eyes out or something. <laughs> That's where they came from. I mean, like, like yeah. everyone would be like blind if that was the truth. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's strange. I don't know. I didn't go on that direction, but it is interesting to note. Uh, but the origin of crossing your fingers has been, of course, as with every, it just seems like everything um, either has or actually has two origins. It's like the pagan origin origin and the Christian way, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, really it's pagan or Norse, you know, it's like old school. Right. That's where it came from. Uh, in the Christian countries, it was believed to be related to the sign of the cross. Oh, okay. so they would do that to be like, like, I promise I'll do this. I cross my fingers. I promise I'll do this. Oh yeah. You know, like saying it on, you know, Jesus saying I'll do this. Yeah. So yeah, basically saying I promise on God I'll get this done, which hmm. at that time, especially, would be like a big deal. But right. and you still notice, um, you know, they still have people in the courtroom, uh, you know, putting their hand on the Bible and and saying they swear, you know. But like, what people? What about people who don't believe in God? We like, okay, sure, yeah, I promise on this Bible that I don't believe. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so it's still based is what I'm saying. It's like very yeah. important, but I've always questioned that because I'm just like, yeah, but not everybody's yeah. a Christian, believe it or not. Well, not every, I mean, I guess that's like the way to ensure that someone would tell the truth. But why? But it's not really applicable anymore. You know, like, not like it used to be anyway. Like used to, if you were to do something in the name of God and then not do it or whatever, like you promised, that was a big freaking deal. Just like, like you dip you in hot water and let your yeah. bones Rip yeah. off all your uh, skin. Yeah. Yeah, shit was pretty bar- bar- barbaric back then. It's like, oh. Yeah. You lied? That's it. I'm putting you in a big vat of pig fat. 
it's boiling. It's going to just, well, just boil like, you alive. They just take all your clothes and all your belongings and just exile you into the woods. Yeah, like what in the, like that yeah. is rough. It's it's really a, run, a wonder that anyone actually even survived for us to have ancestors, <laughs> you know? It's like yeah. we had to learn yeah. a lot of shit the hard way, mm-hmm. you know? And you just wonder, like, I wonder, like, who decided that this is the best way? Because I'd love to know just, like, anything that you do, just be like, what was the first person that decided? Like, who's the first person that discovered, like, fire? Yeah. Can you imagine? They're probably like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm a god. Yeah. I just made fire. I mean, and to be fair, how else? I mean, fire wasn't really a common thing. I mean, it wasn't like, it's like unless a like, meteor hit and, like, caused caused a right. flame or like i guess uh if you live near a volcano you would see that but otherwise like you wouldn't be used to seeing fire so we'd be like what the hell is this yeah yeah back in the day like like they used to like worship things they didn't understand you know like they would worship flames and worship the sun mm-hmm. you know. yeah there's just so many things that just go back and just don't really make any sense at all now yeah you know, but yeah, yeah, definitely. And then the other thing on this uh, crossing your fingers, the pagan or Norris gesture, gesture, uh, which makes way more sense in my opinion, is that they um, came up with this because the archers use their two fingers to pull. So uh-huh. when they promise something, they're like, on on my livelihood because I'm yeah. defending myself and my family, like, and whatever. Hmm. This is how I hunt. This That's is how cool. I protect myself. So, like, I'll depend on yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. All right. So the next one that I'm going to talk about is, have you ever heard about breaking a mirror and how that's bad luck? Mm-hmm. It's for seven years specifically. For seven years specifically. Okay. So, there's got to be a reason why there's seven years. Uh, many superstitious people say that breaking a mirror sets you up for seven years of bad luck. And that may be because seven years is the time it takes to replace all of the cells in your body. Hmm. Um, so more, then that has to be a relatively new, because how would they know that? Right. Other than science, you know? Uh, in a more superstitious time, mirrors were thought to be reflections of the soul, so breaking a mirror was believed to be harmful to your own soul. Hmm. So you've, you've broken your own soul and you're just screwed for seven years. Yep. Because that's how long it takes to replace yourself with the, with another version of yourself. Oh my God. Uh, to end the chain of bad luck, people used to take the broken mirror and bury it in the moonlight. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Have you ever broken a mirror? Mm, I feel like I have, yeah. I feel like I have. Did you feel like you were exceptionally unlucky after that? I feel like I'm always unlucky, so it's very <laughs> possible. Being that I can't even remember, for sure, like breaking one but i'm just i'm sure that i have because i'm so clumsy with everything i'm sure mm-hmm. i have that's weird yeah, I, well, yeah life has kind of sucked here and there so might have been that mirror but it might have been that damn mirror should put it out in the moonlight or i have another one that has bad luck have you ever opened an umbrella inside um no yeah have, have you, you heard the opening umbrella inside yeah bad luck? oh yeah i've heard that it's bad uh, luck but it seems like a no-brainer that opening an umbrella inside brings bad luck, since it presents a risk of breaking valuable items and poking someone in the eye. Oh, wow, well, specifically the eye. Uh, okay. But common superstition holds that because umbrellas shade us from the sun, that they're somehow magical. And when the umbrella is open inside, out of the way of the sun, it offends the sun god. 
whoa, that's a little deeper than I thought. But are you trying to say that, like, back in the day when people worshipped sun gods, they had umbrellas? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like an umbrella like we have today where we just, like, you know, can put it in our oh, bag. Oh, no, no, no. Don't but open the, the uh, cocoa leaves. <laughs> Don't open uh, the cocoa leaves inside. It's terrible luck. <laughs> You're going to come out with somebody's eye out. It may even signify impending death or ill fortune for both the person who opened it and the people who live within the home. Man, that's BS. So someone could just really screw you and you don't even know. Yeah, just open an umbrella in your house. Oh man, you know, I'm good with the bad luck. I don't think I need any more. I think we all are just over it. I got one more (laughs) that gives you bad luck. Cool. Uh, Well, actually, this is a good one. If you have bad luck, this reverses the bad luck. Sweet. I don't know what it is. Knocking twice on wood. Nope. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where did that come from? You know, you ever seen people, like, knock on wood, like, when they say something, they're like, you know, they don't want to bring that on themselves. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. Uh, The origin of this well-known superstition dates back to a time when some cultures believed that gods lived in the trees. Neat. Uh, To ask the gods for a favor, people would lightly tap on the bark of the tree. Then Mm. to say thank you, when the favor was granted, the person would knock lightly again on the same tree. That is super cool. Uh, this custom may have also originated from Christians offering thanks for good fortune with this gesture to Jesus Christ who died on the cross, which is made from wood. There's always two different versions every mm-hmm. single time. Um, it's interesting. So technically, we've all been doing it wrong the entire time. You can't just knock on random wood. You have to go <laughs> to like the tree that gives you life. Imagine being like talking to someone and then you know you're just like in the house or just like at work or something, and they're like. You know, they don't want to have bad luck from something that was just talked about. And they're like, I got to go. They just like run outside and you see them out there just knocking on trees. <laughs> knocking on trees, like having to go early so they can go knock on their tree. Yeah. I can... Oh, God. That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, well, uh, to add to that, I have one last one. Okay. And um, it's spilled salt. Yep. So um, that actually comes from the origins uh with the Christian belief that Judas supposedly spilled salt in the Last Supper shortly before he betrayed Jesus. Really? So he was probably like, hey, you know, and he just knocks it over and like, damn it, Judas. God, why do you always do this, man? Yeah, man. You know? So, like, it's all his fault. It always is. Yeah. It's always Judas' fault. Always. Um, but... The more likely situation is that the pragmatic theory is that the um, the salt was really expensive. So dropping it was really unfortunate. Because mm. spices and stuff was worth a lot of money back in the day. Yeah, I can see that. Um, and it's also used as a sign of friendship and hospitality. And spilling salt offered to you by your host is a bad sign. So if your waitress has a tray of food and a salt shaker, and she gives you all the food, and then... The salt gets knocked over. You just shouldn't do it. Just get up and leave. Yeah, you're just like, I can't believe you. I can't believe it. Can't eat this delicious meal. I cannot eat this food because this bitch spilled the salt. You know, like that's basically what it is. Um, And um, the other superstition involving salt was that, you know, you throw a pinch of salt over your shoulder. It brings good luck and it wards off evil. So basically spilled salt either means you ward off evil spirits and you have good luck or everything's trashed and you shouldn't do it because it's a bad sign. Salt is used a lot actually in like paranormal 
things, you know, like making a ring of salt around yourself for protection. Or, yeah, I mean, it's very, um, very popular in Wiccan. I mean, you know, you, you use it too. So, like, if you go inside your house to get, all, like, all the, the bad energy out. Mm-hmm. So you open your windows, you open your door, and you sage. You go around each room and, like, you basically follow every corner mm-hmm. until the flame is going straight up. Because at first it'll kind of like, do this crazy little yeah. dance. Go in there and then, you know, sage. And then once it's all done and you've saged and everything, then you go back to your door and you put salt down as a barrier to be like, okay, I've gotten all the bad energy out. Now I'm putting down salt as my barrier and it can't come back in. Very Same strange. with the windows and stuff like that. And then you can close the windows. But hmm. if you don't put the barrier down before you close it, then they can just come back in. Same if you like sage your house and you don't open your windows or your door. It's like it doesn't have anywhere to go. It's just you're chasing it around the room, around the house. You gotta open your doors, you gotta open your windows, and then you gotta protect yourself afterwards or it'll just come right back. Salt's so good though. Salt is good. It was a great discovery. Yeah. You know, hmm. someone was just like, hmm, this sand tastes very weird. <laughs> Why is the sand like melting my mouth? It's very strange. I don't know. I mean, how do you, what do you, uh, how do you mine? It's just like straight up, like always sand, right? I mean, uh, like Rocks. salt. It's like little rock yeah. salt. Mm-hmm. You just break it up, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. You just yeah. go in the salt mines and just mine salt. So many crazy things. Like, <laughs> humans like really have done a lot of crazy stuff and I got to give it to them, you know, like <laughs> I don't know how they even survived at all, how humans even made it. Yeah. And like part of me, I bet you, we don't know about it yet or whatever, but I bet you that like there, you know, when they say there's like a, a gap between the, um, if you believe in, um, you know, going from an ape to a person. Evolution. Evolution. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Evolution. Like, if you believe that, and, you know, it's a scientific thing, there's there's a huge gap in there. Like, from when we'd be a person and when we were, you know, uh, cavemen. Yeah. You know, it's just it's such a huge gap. But I would be willing to bet that from cavemen to what we are today, there was probably so many trial and error situations. Mm-hmm. Where it was just like... You guys are never going to make it. And that's why I'm just like, how do they keep going? Because, I don't know, it's beyond me, you know? It's like, yeah, I really don't know. Yeah, they they probably had it really bad because they didn't have, like, a lot of the stuff that we have because they didn't know anything about it. No, it hadn't been invented yet, you know, like fire. Yeah, or, like, a Um, wheel. The wheel. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I bet the wheel and, like, you know, lever and, like, pulley systems and stuff, like, all that stuff would have been so much easier for them, but they didn't have that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Fred Flintstone, that shit. (laughs) I wonder how many years there are between, like, I'm assuming that Egyptians are ancient, like, originators. Like, I think from, we all come from that region. Mm -hmm. So, technically, Egyptian, I guess, would be like, I don't want to say, like, anything, not a master race, because that's very, like, racist, but, like, they were the original, Mm -hmm. you know, template. So I would say, like, you know, caveman all the way up to Egyptians who were super smart, who used pulley systems to make humongous, crazy trapdoor, insane rooms inside of this building that they, like, don't have any modern tools, but, like, they know how to, like, use pulley systems. And 
it's insane to think about that because you're you're looking at some you're like oh caveman like dur, dur, you know, like you know oh, right stone make hit this dur, 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 you know like that's how you think of like cave yeah. people and then you're like fast forward to when we were Egyptians and we were super smart we knew how to do everything so that's really weird to me um, we could say aliens if we wanted to it's kind of strange or the aliens did it but you gotta think about how much time was between those two things it had to have been a while yeah you know for evolution to take its spot to the point where it's like hey we've done this before like we know how this works you know it's gonna take a little bit of effort but when you have an entire civilization like working towards the same common goal which is let's get this motherfucker built yeah you know um not to mention they have thousands and thousands of yeah yeah and slaves yeah Always slaves, man. Sucks. All right. Got one more before we end the episode. And I think this is pretty appropriate since we just had Halloween a little while back. Woohoo! Uh, another bad luck one. Black cats. Aww. Black cats are awesome. I love black cats. Black cats are like, they're like, I know I'm a little panther. <laughs> I'm all about it and I will take you out. Uh, this superstition is a tough one for cat lovers to swallow. But in the Middle Ages, it was thought that witches kept black cats as companions. Familiars is what they're called. And some people even believe that these cats could turn into witches or demons after seven years. Hmm. Uh, powerful men like Hitler and Napoleon Bonaparte may have been prepared to conquer nations, but both were terrified of black cats. Wow. Real terrified of them. What a bunch of bitches. <laughs> So all this could be avoided if we would have just like sent four cats that's going in a certain, like a like a box around these people and they would have been like, Oh my god, everywhere I look. How do we be Hitler? Everywhere I go, there's a black cat. Send in the black cats. Yeah. Send down the panthers. <laughs> and Tim America when he's like, send out the panthers. And it's just like the black cats and like, Yeah. Oh my Dude, god. Dude, by the way, Tim America, one. world police. If you haven't watched it recently, you should be ashamed. Yeah. Um, if you can imagine doing stop motion with little dolls and doing an entire, like almost me. like a full feature movie, man. <laughs> I did a stop motion thing for one of my jobs. Like it was like a little commercial. No, it wasn't just a commercial. It was like a little skit thing. I think it was like 10 minutes long. And the stop motion animation on that took me. Way long time. They use stop motion for a lot of that movie, but they also use marionettes. Like they're on strings. Oh yeah, they're on marionettes. They had yeah. to like make them do the things they did. Of course, <laughs> half of them are really dumb looking, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a great movie. And there's so many quotables, and it's absolutely terrible. It's just yeah. terrible, but it's so terrible, it's good. Yeah. I've loved so yeah. many movies like that. I love that movie. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> the black we'll cats. Again. Yeah. You're unlucky. It's always been said, like, if a black cat crosses in your path before you walk down it, it's supposed to be bad luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just, uh... It's just really strange. See one that just, like, runs across the street in front of your car, and you're like, damn it! Yeah, I still like, There's nothing that. I can do! Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing I can do! There's something to win! Something! Um, anyway... <laughs> you guys have any superstitions that we didn't mention here, it'd be cool if you commented on this video. Um, or if you're listening on Spotify, you can't really comment, but, you know, get on our Facebook and let us know. Mm-hmm, for sure. We've got it. a lot of, like, really cool things going on, so um, make sure that you check out our Facebook and, and 
catch catch all that's going on. Um, and then, of course, we'll have our promos and whatnot coming up. And we've got a busy 2021 already, so mm-hmm. I'm super excited about that. Natural State Paranormal. Yep, hit us up. We also have a Patreon now. Ooh, yeah, we uh, do. We just started it today, actually. So if anyone is wanting to get on the Patreon, um, you're going to get access to extra content. Um, you're going to get early access to a lot of our investigations. Um, you're going to get discounts on all merchandise. And you get to help us out. So Yeah, we have a, a lot of stuff that we're trying to do. And um, anything is, is cool. But I'm not going to sit here and like beg for money. I think it's just a really cool idea for us to put our art out there um, to the people that want to see it the most. And mm-hmm. it's only a dollar a month. So yeah. that's not really a yep. breaker of the bank. Um, so there's that. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to Mystical Monday. And we will catch you later. Laters!